Blog Talk Radio. Shalar Walker 
Thank you so much, Thomas, for letting me use this. And uh, and then after that, we're going to bring our our panel on to talk about the spirit of giving. So hold on. Next person we're going to bring on is King. King, 
are you on the line? And if you are, please go ahead and introduce yourself and um, tell us a little bit about yourself and why you have an interest in the spirit of giving. Peace and blessings, family. My name is King Teasdale. I am the founder and vessel of an organization known as the Souls of Life Society. I am the organization in and of itself is designed to bring transformation to the community collectively from a spiritual perspective that the churches are kind of missing uh, and that uh, government will not dare attempt. I am interested in the spirit of giving because giving is a spiritual principle tied into a spiritual law known as reciprocity. And our people collectively, as well as everybody on the globe, needs to better understand what these laws will do in bringing harmony collectively to everybody. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. And um, we have our uh, next guest uh, is Rosa J. Rosa J., Please go ahead and introduce yourself and uh, let let us uh, know why you have an interest in the spirit of giving. Okay. I am Rosa J. doing it God's way each and every day. My business is One Soul Purpose, and um, it entails healing and assistance (laughs) to everyone who needs to be healed. Uh, I am not only in the giving and receiving mode, but mostly I had to learn how to receive. Giving is easy for people for the most part. They give up their time, their talent, their conversation, and their money. But many of us aren't receivers, you know. So through this giving and and blessing others, I have learned how to be a receiver And I think that's one of the most difficult parts of being human. We always want to assist, but we never, ever want to be assisted, you know, and we block our blessings by that. You know, how many times have you been sitting in a diner or sitting in a family gathering and someone walked up to you and said, I'm going to get your plate. Would you like something to drink? And you'll say, oh, no, I can get it. That's a bad receiver. Someone has offered you a blessing and you said no, because you can Mm -hmm. do it by yourself. And I agree with Sabira. There is nothing on this earth that humans can do alone. And everything we do for one another is a blessing. And it is received in a loving fashion. So um, that's my idea of what giving and receiving is all about. You can't have one without the other, you know, and it's mm-hmm. a lesson to be learned. So I'm on this journey. Okay. <laughs> all right. Beautiful, beautiful. So now, ladies and gentlemen, one of the reasons why I wanted to have this show was because um, 
what I was seeing for the upcoming, you know, as the upcoming administration is coming in, that there really needed to be a sort of a, um, I guess you could say, a sort of an altering up of the way that people uh, generally thought about giving and receiving in the spirit of reciprocity. And because of, the, I guess you could say, the very nature of um, our capitalistic uh, capitalist system, um, it, it was, let's just put it this way, I, in the short time that I've lived here in the state of Maryland, I had noticed that um, that there were more homeless on the street, and the thing is that the people who were out there were not the people that I had typically seen out on the streets before. These were people who, for the most part, they, they did not look like they had any particular vices that put them in that particular situation. Um, and what, you know, with us bringing or with this country having a businessman um, uh, be, I guess you could say, in the leadership position, um, the people who are... I guess you could say, like on the ground, who are the activists and who are um, who are interested in helping people, help, interested in keeping the economic flow going for people. That that there needed to be a sort of a, I guess you could say, changing, or a sort of an alteration in the way things have ordinarily have been done, and. Um, you know, any of you, you know, any of my panel out there, you know, have any have any comments about um, what you see coming, if anything, um, for the uh, for when this, uh, I guess you could say, this change of power or consciousness um, comes in for 2017, and what uh, and what could be done and because you know and I thought I think that what pushed it off for me was actually seeing the blessing loom for the first time and seeing sort of those sort of regenerative process of how the uh, economics of that flowed differently than what you know were you know putting in your time to work to be compensated for that. So is it, you know, that the different type of exchange. Anybody's welcome to jump in there. Okay. Um, for me, the change of government really has no effect on me. Okay. It really doesn't matter who's in leadership in the United States as far as I'm concerned. And the reason being is that my source does not come, my livelihood does not come from them. All that I receive comes from creator, the divine. Mm -hmm. And once I moved into that realm, um, truly moved into it, not just lip sync, but actually seeing the blessings coming into my life from other places and not really asking any one particular thing or person or any of that, it just comes. Now, see, what happens to most of us is that we do see um, our funds coming from a job, you know, or from the government if we're on public assistance. 
Um, and rest assured, some of those things are going to change when the new government comes in because he is a businessman and because businessmen see things as money as, uh, what do they call it, um, when you get a, an immediate response or, or I forgot what they called it. It's an OIR or RIO or something like that. ROI, return on investment. Right, return on investment. So business people always do that. They invest and they expect their return to be higher than that. Well, there are ways to do that, and I'm going to let Sabira talk about that. But um, so I, you know, I think that we sometimes are in rough spaces because of our consciousness not being raised high enough to know that we are have access to everything. And because our consciousness is not there and because we don't truly understand that creator wants us to have everything that we desire, but we don't believe. We don't truly have faith. We really don't surround ourselves with people who believe that who can help lift our consciousness, who can help elevate us to the point of being prosperous all the time, blocking out all those negative feelings of who you're not, you know. And so it may be difficult for people to wrap their heads around the idea that no government can give them all that they desire. It's like a job is just over broke. It allows you to only pay your bills, if that much. And if you're not really in the right consciousness, it's going to continue to be that way. So government will, um, change of government or whoever's running the government will consciously affect you. I, um, and that's what we're going to see on the street, probably, unless, people who are in that consciousness come closer together and connect together and honestly do the light work for these folks to bring them up to the level of awareness. This is a wake-up call for light workers, prayer warriors, folks who claim to be, um, who see themselves as spiritually bounded or believers of God. It's our time to really work. That's what I see. And if they can, if the general races or the, as they call it, the race thought or the people of, of uh, who have not yet gotten to this point, it is our job to hold their place and show them other ways and pray for them and hold, you know, stop looking at what you see and start feeling what you are. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Rosa. Um, Sabira or King, uh, whoever wants to chime in next. Sure. Uh, Sabira, and uh, gosh, I have a lot of thoughts on that. Um, similar to Rosa J, I, I don't really get caught up in what's happening uh, with the government, I do. I am aware, and I and I don't get caught up in it. 
Um, I come from the place of understanding that as long as I sit solidly in my place as a creator and and, and am always functioning with community, um, I'm, you know, it, things somehow... <laughs> because of the all these hermetic laws, things work out, right? Um, I feel like before I understood and really embraced uh, this concept of money, which uh, I look at money as an acronym, my own natural energy yield, before I knew that, uh, I definitely was um, afraid of, am I going to lose my job? Are they going to cut back on my hours? When I understood that, Really, my work on the planet is to create time. It's when we, when I, we own this, uh, when I allowed myself to be kind of my experience of it, the way I considered it, I was dumbed down. You know, basically just sit here and allow this employer to feed you, allow the government to feed you, um, at the beginning of breast cancer treatment, um, probably within six months, I found myself on food stamps. And that was, and, and I was, I used food stamps for two years, and that was a very eye-opening experience. I really, I mean, I'm a grown adult, but I felt like a minor, um, begging for a couple of dollars so I can get some vittles and having to prove why I needed some money and, and you know, I'm, I've been an entrepreneur pretty much all of my adult life. So, um, but I needed that experience. Push me to say, you know what? I am enough. Even in this situation, there is something from my own energy and from my own experience that if I, if I give from that place, there's never a lack. And so I started on a journey of, of creating videos, just sharing my experience, which was so valuable to other people on the journey at whatever point. And I realized, oh, my goodness, as long as I, at the very least, give of my own natural energy yield and create from there, really, it doesn't matter what's happening. Um, so there's no, I have no fear. I, I have a community and I I, my work is to support other people who are ready to uh, experience life from that place, to to just hold the space for them. And, and if they hear my voice or see my work and say, hey, what, what are you doing? Then, uh, you know, there's plenty of room. Um, so it, it, it definitely was interesting to see the looms come up. I had never seen or heard of these giving looms before. Uh, right around when Trump was um, uh, elected, and then they just, you know, proliferated, whatever the word is. Um, And I know a lot of people who are in SUSUs, so those started to rise again. uh, There are many, many ways to create your own economy. We, We think we are subject to and subjugated by this economy quote, unquote, this economy, we can create our own economies within our household and within our own community. 
um, thereby taking back our own power. Yeah. Okay. King? Yes, um, yeah, this is King Teasdale from the Souls of Life Society. Um, when I look at to happen as far as government is concerned, what comes into my consciousness is the understanding that we need to reevaluate our position. The mentality of being a owner operator has not been promoted in our culture and financial independence appears to be a dream. We need to change our thinking from the spirit of lack into identifying that we are linked to the spirit of abundance. It's required that financial literacy and education become an essential aspect for economic communication because when we're dealing with people outside of our community, they're going to expect from us the ability to communicate. Otherwise, they are going to take advantage of us. So financial independence for many um, in, I guess, our community is an uphill struggle when the pre-programming imposed on others of our current society is designed to make us consumers and our salary is deliberately capped because of deductions and what and whatnot. So I think it's important to see that we have to recognize that government is not really there for us to be free from the mental chains that has been imposed on us as a people for so long. And the government that's coming in right now, I would believe, would probably try to utilize that against us. So that has to not happen. But we have to educate one another so that we can be the people of strength and power that God has designed us to be so that we can move forward and make change happen. And I'm glad to hear that the consciousness of the, what I call spiritual blessing looms, has come forth because, you know, we live in a society that is kind of geared on uh, corruption and exploitation. And so there is an element of the lack of trust of one another that still permeates within our society. But we need to abolish the assimilation that we have, those who believe that that part of corruption and business go hand in hand, when in actuality, mm. that's, what's been, that's what's destroying us as a society collectively. Okay, beautiful. Mm. Now, you know, with all of you pretty much saying uh, the same thing, um, just in different ways in, in regards to the, the consciousness that one may have, um, uh, let's just say that that maybe some of our listeners are really are are really at that sort of beginning stage of what you all are talking about. Um, what would you recommend for that person who is looking to change your consciousness from being at a, in a place of being just overbroke um, and and relying on um, maybe something like maybe some type of 
social assistance or public assistance um, to to being into that entering into that consciousness of the spirit of giving and understanding that source is their supply from you know because I, I think one of you have already mentioned that there is that programming that 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 we have had since we were young and and it's even actually perpetuated within our families. What do you recommend to overcome that particular consciousness into the prosperity consciousness that you're all talking about? Well if yeah, I, if I there, oh, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, if I can quickly just go over this real quick, maybe that will help. But I think the awareness that every activity identified and recognized as the truth of all of our energy that is in existence around us and what we do and what is done to us. And every activity of life is either giving or receiving or the pairing of both actions as one, such as the breath we breathe. All is based upon the premise of its intention and the energy from which the giving is initiated. Just kind of want to throw that out there so that we can understand that we really have to see things from a totally different perspective because where we have been is not where we need to stay. Okay, Um, I think you wanted to, to speak to that. Yes, yeah, this is an area I'm I am beyond passionate about. Um, you know, we're always told as children, uh, most of us are told, you know, you always need to either uh tithe, um, and some of us grew were lucky enough to grow up in families who said, you know, make sure you save, make sure you pay pay yourself first, put a little something away. The problem, the missing link is more accurate than problem. The missing link to saving is that we were never told this one very important thing, that we were set up from the beginning in that we have never received, we are never working for money. And until we understand that we are not circulating money with these dollar bills, until people actually read this note and understand that this is not money, they will continue to, number one, experience debt, and number two, have to go to work, even if they work for themselves. They just hired themselves in a job. So... The solution to that is take a little bit of these notes that are really almost worthless and trade them a little bit of it. Begin to do that principle of pay yourself. What I add to that is in real money, which is gold and or silver. Until you do that, you do not have money. And I know that is very difficult like that creates uh, confusion because we've been told and we're able to go down to the store and buy bread and and get our milk and whatever we need. But at the end of the day, if you do your own due diligence, go online, begin to research, this is not money. 
And it all stops and ends right there in terms of this particular, we're on the earth and we've got, we've got to work with, you know, the laws of the land as well as spiritual laws in terms of this tangible right here until we get that, that this is not money and uh, detach our mind and our hand from holding on to chasing after this dollar because it, it's it's worthless and it's not money, bottom line. That's why you're always in debt because you're just circulating a debt instrument. The other thing is to begin to read. Um, Robert Kiyosaki, is that's the primer, rich dad, poor dad. That will really open your mind up to, um, again, just dealing with the, the practical third dimensional, here we are dealing with uh, money and, and things like that. Uh, I would suggest people get Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki and read that. Also, uh, his second book, which is called Cash Flow Quadrant, to understand how money moves and understand, in, in my uh, estimation, I don't think the government is against me. I think the government and business people are just, they're for what they're for. And if you're not, if they're in position of power and you don't understand the rules of the game, you're getting moved around like a pawn on a chessboard. So we must understand what are the rules, how can I play, um, if you choose to. You don't have to, but understand, for me, they're not operating against me. They're just, because I can open up the, the rules and say, oh, if I have a home-based business, guess what? I'm not subject to these rules operate on the employee that earn an income only as an employee are subject to. I operate in our, and there, there are many different sets of laws and rules out there. But we don't, we're not educating ourselves with, um, Brother King said, financial literacy. We've got to start to understand and read what is going on around us and that we are being moved if we're not the ones um, making moves as creators versus being moved as consumers. Thank you. Yeah, that is so true. Am I heard? Yes. That is so, so, so true that if we don't understand how money moves and how it affects us or how we can change how it affects us, we will continually be in subject to all the things that are outside of ourselves. So for those people who are in the system, the, uh, um, you know, housing developments, um, food stamps, a check every month, while you're in that process, and I'm not saying it's a good or bad, I think that the system was set up with good intentions to help people in their time of need. However, if you stay there long enough, you get stuck. So as um, both Sabira uh, and King have stated, educate yourself. If you can't afford to buy the book, go to the library. Get a library card. Those books that... Um, Sabir recommended are excellent. I also recommend uh, 
The Laws of Prosperity by Catherine Ponder or um, Charles Fillmore because it actually tells you, and there are ministers that have prosperity books out that are just as good. Kenneth Copeland has one. Um, T.D. Jakes has a series of prosperity and what it means. See, it's not just uh, financial prosperity. You have to see your prosperity in every form of your life, in every part of your life, and believe that you're um, not just capable. It's demanding. It is given to us. But first we have to see how prosperous, prosperous we are. And once we actually get into that mental concept of being prosperous no matter what the outside of us looks like, then we start being a magnet for prosperity so that it will show up in our life in a lot of different ways. Doors will begin to be open. You write down your desires and they show up. You know, people come into your lives that can assist you. You know, your health turns around, your your attitude changes. Once you become a money magnet and you start doing the research, you start implementing these things of positive um, attitude, a life of gratitude, then things change. People around you change. Folks that no longer belong in your, your realm or are not at the level that you are will drop away and will continue to expand. A lot of us have been in the position where we use the government at some point in time. That's all right. We pay taxes. We should get back for what we put in. So I, I, you know, I don't knock using public government, whatever programs that they have, but note that that is just a stepping stone to your greatness, to your idea. Once you see it, once you believe it, it just happens. It's not magic. It's just a process of beginning and taking that first step towards your greatness and listening to other people who have come that route and do what they did. Folks always want to tell you their struggle, and they always want to tell you how they got out of their struggle. And the one step that you take will take you even further into your prosperity, into your abundance. I like the fact that um, everyone here does that same thing and they say they paid themselves first. And so many of us don't do that or we'll pay ourselves and then we'll go back when we need it and it's gone. But to pay yourself first and and paying yourself to a, uh, putting money into a bank is not necessarily the only way, nor is it the best way to pay yourself truly. I believe exactly as uh, Sabira, Sabira stated it, that money and wealth is not dollar bills. If the government decides okay. to take away that $2 bill, which they did, what about all those people who had $2 bills? What did they do with them? They're worthless now. When they changed the dollars from silver, from dollar bills to silver, that didn't work too well. But they still have those those dollar bill coins on the market because everybody didn't turn theirs in. So the government can change the 
fiat money and leave you stranded at any given time. So if you put your money into silver, gold, oil, gems, diamonds, rubies, those kinds of things, and now you can do that, just an ordinary person. There are ways to do that. And I think we need Okay. Thank you so much, Rosa. Now, um, I I want, you know, because we've mentioned it a little bit earlier, um, can you tell, um, for those who may not have heard of it before or those who may have been, may have been misinformed uh, about um, the blessing looms, what is your um, understanding of what the blessing loom is? Rosa J here. Okay, so the blessing loom this is pretty much the same as the Susu. There are there's a group of people who come together and bless the person in the center with X amount of dollars. It could be ten dollars, fifty dollars, a hundred dollars, thousands of dollars, depending on where your loom is. And so everybody gives to that person, eight people give to that person. They're in the outer realm of the circle. Once those eight people have done that, then the loom will split. The person in the center will change. And the process continues until everyone has gotten blessed with whatever um, finances it is. It is an immediate place of blessing and receiving. Some people get strung out on Uh, what society says it is, as opposed to actually asking questions about it. It works. I've seen it work many times. And um, Sabira has seen the Susu work for many of years. So these are how foreign countries actually do that. You know, have you ever wondered how Asian people and Ethiopians and Nigerians and Jews um, can come and look like they have nothing and open a store. That's because their community supports them. And that's what I see the loom as being, a community of people who support each other. It can go on forever because it's a blessing and receiving cycle. It can happen. It can go on forever if you're a part of it. You can keep it going forever. People just have to know that it's not a scam. It just works like that. Giving and receiving, it works like that. Okay. Now, I I do want to speak to that that concept that people may have about it being uh no about it being a scam. So, I want people to really sort of understand um something about um media. So, the majority of the media that you receive is controlled by six um big companies. And there is this, I, I, I want you to really kind of think of it, um, think of the capitalist system as, as a system. And whenever there, is, um, whenever there is a mechanism that is not necessarily operating in a way that they can benefit from it, 
we're and we're talking about corporations, not just the six media outlets. But when when people start operating independently of the system, the system will send out uh, their you know their mouthpieces to discount the idea until they can figure out a way to find a way to benefit from it themselves. So. Um, for those of you, for those who may feel that uh, that it may be a scam, or you read up on on um, um, on Google or what have you that it is a scam, just understand that the reason why that information is out there is simply because the this particular economic system of giving self-sustaining when you continue to feed into it, uh, it continues to I think the equivalent that I believe King had shared with me once was that it was like cell cell division, that it keeps multiplying and multiplying and multiplying, uh, and as um, almost like the a like the body. Um, but is there any anything else that anybody else would like to add add to the conversation about looms, the looms or yeah, or things? I wanted to say I understand um, why the energy that uh, is coming off of a lot of the looms is make money fast, get 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 money quick, and uh, the loom that uh, myself and Rosa are involved in, our approach to the loom was very very different, um, and so. And I think just like with anything else, whether it's a business, a job, you have to look at the mission, the vision, the intention of those that are involved with you. Um, you know, before you step into something, you need to dig a little deeper, ask a little bit more questions, sit around it for a little bit and see what is the Because if the intention is just put in 100 and get eight out, I, I can understand why that, that feels real scammy, that feels real shady. And um, I wasn't. The looms that approached me, the people in the looms that approached me with that, I wasn't interested. Now, the loom I got involved in, I was interested because there was a vision, there was a mission, there was an intention far beyond $800. And what I will tell you is seven days after me, Seeding. Now, I'm I'm talking about spiritual laws here, spiritual principles, and the way energy works. Based on the intention, the analogy of the group, the consciousness of the group, I didn't go into a loom for $800. I went into the loom because I had a trip to Ghana that I wanted to manifest. So I went in there thinking I'm going to work the spiritual laws and spiritual principles of the universe. And it would be wonderful to get $800, but I'm actually going for a trip to Ghana. Seven days later, I manifested a trip to Ghana. So I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, I don't know, maybe I said it, don't need to repeat it. <laughs> um, but just understand there's, there's so much more when we're only looking with our human eyes and hearing with our human ears and Going after, get that money. First of all, like I said, it's not money. So that's the first dupe right there. There's so much more available 
when you when what you're dealing with is prosperity and abundance and circulating that type of energy in uh, a community setting. So much more is available than what we've been trained and indoctrinated to see and understand. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, King, is there any? Uh, thank you, yes. I'm King Teasdale here from the Souls of Life Society. Um, money, uh, Sabrina actually brought this up in, in a conversation we had earlier. Money is energy. We have to identify differently with the things that are around us in order to change what's going on around us. And we have to be very cautious of propaganda, which the media will throw out at us at the instruction of those who wish to continue to have control over what you receive and what they choose for you not to receive. When I look and observe the awareness of money being called currency, I think of current. And when I think of current, I think of fast-moving water or I think of electricity that keeps flowing. It's on a circuit. And for money to be a benefit, for any currency to be a benefit, it has to be in some form of circulation in order for it to benefit the, the larger populace. When I look at it from that perspective and I see the blessing loom, I see it from a spiritual perspective and I see the laws of reciprocity going into effect. When you have that in your spirit of giving with the intent of being a blessing, then you activate the positive energy that will continue to move forward in a positive manner. What experienced over the years is the energy and the intent can become can be initiated as a good thing, but then somebody comes along with a negative vibration or negative energy and says something like, Oh wow, you're in a scam or that's a pyramid and suddenly there's a shift and doubt starts to come in and your faith is removed and is replaced with doubt and things start to slow up. And so the current or the flow starts to become stagnated. As someone had mentioned earlier, it is about the intent and the energy that you are entering into a situation to make it to become the best that it ought to be. I understand that the Asusu is a group of people who generally, let's say, for example, are um, co-workers, and they collectively agree to trust one another and putting into a, a pot, if you will, or a kitty, a certain amount of money when their paycheck comes on the regular basis. And whatever number that's in this particular group will receive their their checks, put that into the pot, and each person 
has their turn in receiving what's in that pot. So there's a constant flow that is keeping the circulation moving. And that can continue indefinitely. And when we look at spiritual principles, it kind of works the same way. And that's what I believe the spiritual blessing loom has the energy of as well, to where people come together, honestly, with integrity of blessing others. So coming in with the concept and the consciousness of blessing, you give to give. That's what your intent is. It just so happens the law of reciprocity will honor your giving and you will end up getting in return. And when it's looked at from that perspective and handled in that manner, it can be a blessing for everybody and it can continue to move forward. Just keeping the negativity out of the issues, you can be fine. It's negativity that starts messing things up. Okay. Now, thank you. Thank you. Now, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we will be right back. Welcome to the Family Healing Circle, where we inspire awareness, motivation, and ideas for all areas of your life. On Sundays, we have Make Me Feel It Radio with Stacey Ferguson. This show aims to inspire people as it seeks to grow and change the world through personal and financial development. On Monday, we have Totally Hold with Pastor Cook. This show addresses issues surrounding mental health and spirituality. On Thursdays, it's four to five different shows a month. On the first Thursday of the month, we have Total Empowerment with Angela Hardy, where beauty and strength are celebrated and enhanced inside and out. And on the second Thursday of the month, we have One Love, One Connection, One Us with Reverend Arlene Cahat and Reverend Harvey L. Bailey where they give you ideas and strategies on how to create, attract, and transform your relationship into a spiritual union. And on the third Thursday of the month, we have the Sacred Masculine Show with Reverend Jamel Gilliam. This show is for spiritual brothers and the women who love them. And on the fourth Thursday of the month, we have the Inner Consciousness with Reverend Harvey L. Bailey. This show explores the inner workings of the mind and gives advice on spiritual growth and self-healing. And on the fifth Thursday of the month, we have Healing Paradigms with Reverend Arlene Cahet. This show aims to provide a shift in perspective that provides healing and personal growth. And on Friday, we have Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition with Bonnie Walters and Zilana. This is sex talk like you've never heard it before. This is the Family Healing Circle on Blog Talk Radio. All shows from Sunday through Thursday start at 7 p.m. and on Friday at 7.30 p.m. And now you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, Family Healing Circle Media. This is the Family Healing Circle where we heal the mind, body, and soul.
Okay, and now we're back. Now, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, just to let you know, like, uh, starting next month, uh, since Reverend Harvey L. Bailey is no longer going to be on the family healing circle, um, his show is going to be replaced by King's Philosophy, which um, King is on our panel, and he's going to be um, joining us starting in the new year. Okay, so also... If there are any people who want to ask questions or actually have comments, please press the number one, and we will be more than happy to bring you on the line. So the next question that I have for you all is, like, what, you know, in addition to susus or blessing wounds or any things of that nature, uh, what are some of the ideas that you feel that people can use to support each other um, in in their development of uh, in their development of operating or cr- sort of creating their own uh, economy in order to sustain themselves. Um, hello. Yes. Okay. So um, I I I have started. This is what I do personally. Um, I've opened up a carrot bar account. My intention is to put at least a hundred dollars, if not um, more, into that account monthly. It's a savings account that provides me with true wealth, and it is safe. It is non-governmentally um, attached to the government and it gives me wealth. So this is an account and then I have a Bitcoin account which is basically the same thing. And it's, it, you can put as much money or exchange as many dollar bills as you want to each one of these accounts. The difference is that they actually grow in value. So um, you know, say most people say I don't have money to save. Cut out buying something that you normally do. Like maybe you go to Starbucks, take that $5 and put it into your Bitcoin account. It doesn't matter how much money you save as long as you save something. Because one day you're going to be 65 or older, and you're going to want to retire. And if you're like me, when they told me my salary was going to drop $40,000 just because, I was like, really? I did not know how I was going to live. The fear set in. And I was like, I can't do that. But creator has made it so that I have money to save. I have money left over. I don't know how that happens. Bills haven't gotten any smaller. But I think my consciousness has changed. Therefore, my idea of what I have has changed. So my suggestion is, as I said, Open up account, buy some gold, buy some bitcoins, you know, put some money away where you know the currency is not going to change because it's not a currency. It is actually a valued wealth. That's my suggestion. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much, Rosa J. I am with Rosa J on that. Yes, okay. Sabira. Um, 
I'm definitely with Rosa J on that. I, I mean, I'm a huge proponent of buying gold in one gram. That that's that's manageable. Um, most of us are, are. I mean, a gram is. I don't know. I think it's fifty mm-hmm. some dollars right now, and most of us are going to spend that in a month and not even think about it. Um, and again, if you don't. It's so important to understand you're not dealing with money and convert some of those uh, pieces of paper into actual money that you control. Um, it's, it's um, you know, the gold is actually sent to your home. It gets sent to you, and then you can store it wherever you want. Um, so for me, I... My intention is to come out of the banking system. Um, I'm not going to pay Bank of America, Wells Fargo, or anybody else to manage my money for me when it's my uh, fiat dollars for me and then penalize me by charging me $13 a month or whatever to store it there while they go and spend it, loan it off to other people. So important to pay yourself first. Um, And then this is something that, people can do really, really easily. If you start to journal, just start to write down your life story, just even a segment like, what is happening to me this month? What is happening to me this year? Do you know it costs almost nothing to create a Kindle book? Almost nothing to partner with Amazon. And I literally mean almost nothing putting our minds to technology and these other ways to generate income for ourselves that where we are in control of the narrative. We are also in control of the distribution channels, um, et cetera. So those are my suggestions. Okay, King, do you have any suggestions? Um. The way in which I think, um, I, I love what has already been shared, and um, they are good things to do. People come in from all sorts of uh, levels of life, and sometimes you have to recognize that it's great to develop streams of income to come in, and there's ways of which that can be done through investments writing books, getting yourself caught up in um, understanding that, you know, Amazon has a method of which, like Sabria was mentioning, that you can actually just create a book. Matter of fact, there's a place called Create Space, of which you can create a book. The media is set up now to where you can uh, have a blog. Um, You can actually have people pay you um, through your... Um, email account um, when it's linked to PayPal or some other methods of people just making donations to you. Um, But I say one of the key things that people need to understand and recognize is that you got to learn to pay yourself. It's so difficult for people to believe that that can work. But do something for yourself, even if it's $5 a week. If you can do more than that, all well and good. But do it and don't touch it. And you'll be surprised to turn around on that. 
there's other things that you can do, such as purchasing things of value. As um, the ladies have mentioned earlier, you know, there's um, uh, a system out there called Bitcoin, which has skyrocketed in its value. It started off as a quarter for a one bit. Right now, that bit, if I'm not mistaken, is somewhere near six to $800. And this has been over, I would say, maybe within the past 10 years. That's just a guesstimation um, because I think it started in 2004, but I don't have all the statistics with me right now. But, um, yeah, you you need to do, you know, I, I come from a, a, a background, a Christian background, which kind of stipulates that you have to recognize that giving is a key component in receiving even if it's just giving to a charitable organization some portion of what you're receiving because reciprocity, which you may not hear in a Christian church, um, but there's a concept in there. But I'm a person who, I'm eclectic in the sense that, you know, I, I spread my tentacles out as far as I can and whatever I can tap onto that's going to be a benefit, I'm going to share. Um, I'm, I'm complete. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much. <clears throat> so, okay, so, uh, so so far we've heard uh, about Bitcoin and also we've heard about carrot bars. Uh, would, would, you, would one of you, either Sabira, uh, Sabira would, would you uh, kind of enlighten us as to what Bitcoin is um, and uh, I, I think afterwards we'll have Rosa, Rosa J talk to us about carapars. Um, Probably easier to do it the other way around. I know a little bit about Bitcoin. I have a Bitcoin account, and I definitely save in Bitcoin because I, I've done my own due diligence, but I don't feel adept enough to uh, to speak on, on it. Carrot bars I can do all day long. <laughs> Okay. I was going to say the same thing. I was going to say the same thing. Carrot bars is 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 my sister's boost in in life. She's been doing gold buying gold for years, so she understands that process. And I am not a Bitcoin expert. However, I have been doing research, and I agree with King. He said that. Um, see. When he said that Bitcoin's price has gone up, um, it is now in the market of $900 for a coin. So what happens is, um, unless you have $900 and you buy a total coin, then that's an excellent thing. However, if you open a Bitcoin account, you put money in your account to buy parts of a Bitcoin. And when Bitcoin prices go up, then whatever you put in it goes up. Now, this is a market and a new world money. You will see sometimes online when you're buying, I think Amazon actually now sells, uh, you can pay for things in Bitcoin. Um, You can buy airline tickets in Bitcoins. And what happens is when you go to your account, could actually just transfer the money to whomever you're paying it to. It's um, a market where it is known and um, used 
more so in Europe and foreign countries, it is beginning to be more accessible now to be able to use um, your Bitcoin. And they give you a credit card just like they give you a credit card um, that it looks just like a credit card except for it's connected to your Bitcoin account. Um, for me, Bitcoin and gold is a savings account. So unless I was going to buy something huge, I would not pull it out. I would not use it. However, you can use it um, for that. And it's it's actually more money than what you're putting into it because as the value of the coin goes up, then your piece of that coin goes up. So um, it's better than the stock market. It's better than a savings account. It's better than those 401Ks. It's better than any of that because that's all regulated by the, the 10 famous companies and, you know, the government of the United States and all that. Um, it is so easy for me to see how your money can expand even if you only put a $25 in it a month. Um, the objective is to eventually own a coin, of course, um, but even at such, your money that you put in it still goes up because Bitcoin's value is going up. And I remember when um, someone introduced me to Bitcoin about 2008, they emailed me and said, there's new world money coming out. It's called Bitcoins, and one coin costs a dollar. I did not jump on that wagon. And I am so sorry that I didn't. But then carrot bars came around, and I'm like, okay, I'm all right. I will not miss this one. And someone told me also that there's a new market somewhere. I, I haven't gotten any information on it, but I think it's important for us to see money energy differently as a people. Because there was a time when black folks owned all these things of jewels and diamonds, Africa's full of oil and all that. And we kind of let it slip through our fingers. It's time for us to get it back. So um, to me, bitcoins and carrot bars are my means right now. And I say that because the next time something comes up, I may have to jump on that also. Not stopping what I'm doing, but add to it. It is about expanding my energy flow. And so I suggest everyone else do the same thing. But if, if it's not for you, that's fine. If you don't understand it, that's fine too. However, there are YouTube videos that tell you all about Bitcoin and how it works. Um, it cannot be stolen because no one can get into your account but you. Um, no one, and I mean no one, can get into your mm-hmm. account but you. Uh, in fact, if you forget your password, it's going to be a, it's going to take a lot to get your password back. <laughs> right? But um, life is good, and and that's what it's all about: changing your energy, okay. changing your consciousness, and consciousness, and asking some questions. Okay, so uh, um, I'm, uh, you know. Okay, yeah, so go ahead. Add, 
real quick about Bitcoin. Um, 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 Rosa J, I think you did fantastic. Um, just so happens I just got my certification as a spiritual life coach with a specialty in money and wealth coaching. And um, just wanted to bring a couple of things up regarding uh, Bitcoin. Um, Bitcoin is a cryptocurrency. It's a currency mm-hmm. that's established for the Internet, which has grown exponentially. Um, the interesting thing about Bitcoin um, compared to fiat currency, fiat currency happens to be paper money for the most part, the coins that we use. Um, the difference about Bitcoin and um, fiat currency, Bitcoin has a set amount that is already established. There's going to be no more Bitcoin made ever. But the thing that they have decided to do with Bitcoin, which is amazing compared to fiat currency, they allow it to grow from the top down, where with fiat currency, they started making money, and they continue making money. Money just keeps growing from the bottom up, and it loses value, where with Bitcoin, with it being established as to the amount that there is going to be, and there's going to be no more made from the top, it breaks itself down and becomes, it, and, and, and it's split up more and more continually, more and more. So you can buy small portions of it, and um, you just keep buying it because it's suspected that the Bitcoin right now that Rosa has shared with us, which is about uh, somewhere around $900 for one of the fans, it's estimated and speculated that Bitcoin could value to be as much as $10,000 within the next 10 years. That's speculation just kind of thrown out there. So uh, people listen up. There's things happening. Um, yeah, it is important for you to actually get a piece of a coin. You know, when you get that income tax money, open your Bitcoin account. Yeah. When you get that income that tax money, take a part of that and put it into buying gold. Contact us. I'm on Facebook. Sabira's uh, on Facebook. She was the one who introduced me to it, and I am so grateful. They have, they have classes on it and everything. But um, you tell them, Sabira, about carrot balls. <laughs> yeah, so, blow your mind. <laughs> well, what I what I really love about gold is that over time, historically, you can take one ounce gold coin from five thousand years ago, and it hasn't lost any purchasing power. If you want to buy, you know, uh, a man's uh, suit, pair of shoes, belt. You'd go back 5,000 years to, let's say, Rome. It would buy a toga, a belt, and a pair of sandals. Same thing. It costs the the, the uh, purchasing power has not decreased in 5,000 years. Now, if I take a, a dollar and try to go and buy milk or eggs or whatever, what I could buy with this dollar 10 years ago, I can't buy that same thing with it today. So, it is that the purchasing power of the dollar continually goes down. Um, and that's what I love about, you know, being able to 
to exchange. And, and the, the the other thing to notice to know is that with care bars, I'm not buying anything. I'm not buying anything. All I'm doing is exchanging. It's almost like alchemy. I'm taking, let's say, a hundred dollars and exchanging it for uh, that equivalent. So I'm making a straight exchange, and the way that I have my account set up, I get a tax write-off for the gold. So I literally get it all free. Um, But almost everything I do, I make sure I'm not going to get involved unless it um, can fall within the auspices of my business. Um, You know, you're talking about a banking system. So rather than being in the fiat banking system, I'm in the gold banking system. Instead of giving my control over to you name the bank, I am in control because the gold comes, it gets shipped directly to me, and I hold it, and I can do whatever it is I I want to do with it, you know. Um, It is another decentralized currency. The government has no hold on this. Um, It is an offshore account, which is very valuable for most people if they understand offshore accounts. Um, It's a free account to open. You don't have to have any particular, I mean, I I help people open accounts all day long, absolutely free. And, um, you know, they can put in whatever amount they want per month or not. There is no, it's your account. You do what you want with it. So you have complete control. It's decentralized. It's free to start. There's nothing being purchased. I have nothing to sell to anybody. Um, uh, So it's, it's, for me, it's incredible. So, um, and if I don't know, is it appropriate to let people know where they can get in touch with me if they have questions about that? Uh, yeah, please feel free to give your information. So, um, I'm on Facebook as Subira Solame, S-U-B-I-R-A, last name F-O-L-A-M-I. Um, and if you want information specific to Care Bars. You can find me at save in gold with dot sensei s e n s e i Sabira save in gold dot I'm sorry save in gold with dot sensei Sabira or just contact me on Facebook and I can um, answer any questions you have like I have been uh, exchanging fiat for gold and silver since 2006. So um, this is my wheelhouse for sure. And let me say this. She's good at what she does. <laughs> she is good at what she does. And so there will be, if I'm not mistaken, a uh, webinar soon. Yes, starting in January, I'll be um, leading a group of uh, instructors to actually teach about um, the benefits of, of gold. And, and I just I want to end by just giving this brief little insight as to the power of this. When I was um, in the harshest part of the treatment for breast cancer, chemo, and I don't know if I had had the double mastectomy yet, but um, my house was on the auction block for a total of two years. But because I had taken a little bit, siphoned off a little bit of fiat, exchanged it for gold, uh, dollar cost averaging, which is just, hey, I pick one amount and do that. I had done that for years. 
I let the gold sit there. You guys remember when our grandparents or great-grandparents used to put gold under their mattress or bury it out in the backyard? Basically, that's what I did. I just put it away and just let it sit there. Sat there for about, uh, let's say, 10 years, and then I get hit with this breast cancer diagnosis. I had I had put away about, let's say, $10,000 over the course of the 10 years' time and then let it just let it sit, not in an account, earning any interest. It's just sitting in a safe that I control. I took that $10,000 worth that I had, the fiat, when they said, we're coming for your house, Bank of America. I took it that down to... Uh, and had it converted into dollars. Do you know from 10 years that $10,000 turned into $35,000? I don't know if y'all get the power of that. There was no interest happening. It was just <laughs> the powerful. So I was able to take my house off the auction block, still have have coins left, and I I have been sold on making sure that I exchange fiat for gold ever since then. Powerful. That is a powerful story. Um, Now, do the rest of of you have any stories about, um, I guess you could say, the spirit of the spirit of giving or any giving stories that that uh, that you would like to share that you haven't already shared already and and again ladies and gentlemen if if you do have any questions for our our panel here please feel free to press one to let me know that you would like to ask a question or if you have a comment so go ahead um if I may add um I just wanted to bring to the table that I submit to the table that the blessing that we just heard Sabera bring to us is a blessing from the wisdom given to her from divine spirit to do what was required because of a time such as that, because of the giving spirit that she has, because giving brings you to a place to where when it appears as if something is falling apart, the universe has already got things in place to make sure you're going to be okay. Mm, very true. Thank mm-hmm. you for that. Yeah. Beautiful. Yes. You know, there's a story or a statement, of course, by um, Jill Scott. And he says that... Um, in a universe where the most absolute truth is that of oneness, you cannot ever take without taking from yourself, and you cannot give without giving to yourself. That is why those who give get back, and those who take are taken from. You know, it's that attitude of giving with intention, with appreciation that we receive in a hundredfold. You know, the more you give, the more you receive. And that's just the way it is, to give in love without taking from or without feeling that of any negative feelings. 
That's how you receive in abundance, giving love. You know, the Bible always tells you that. It, it tells you that um, that one statement and the way you give to give in love, to be able to share in Luke 6:38, and I'm not a person who actually knows the Bible like that, but it says, give and it shall be given unto you, good measure, pressed down and shaken together and running over, shall men give unto their bosom. And then it goes on. So you know that the word tells you that if you give in a good heart, loving a good heart, because it's only about loving when you give. You don't, it's not that you have to know the person that you're giving to. How many of us donate all the time? You know, that dollar that you see and you give to someone who is in need in the street or you feed them, then you're going to be fed. There's no way, that's that's the law. There's no way that it cannot come out like that. It's, it, it has to come that way. But you have to be open and receptive to see and receive the blessing that you have just given to someone else. Because it's coming to you. It's already here, probably. You just haven't noticed it. Be aware of your blessings. Because it's because of your giving, loving heart that your blessings return to you. A hundredfold. So, I'm done. Okay. If I may, um, if I, I have found something that I can get real quick from one of my favorite authors, Khalil Gibran, and um, I'll add a little something to that from my own notes here. It says, page 21 of a book called The Prophet, and it speaks of giving, and it says this, you often say, I would give, but only to the deserving. The trees in the orchard say not so, nor the flocks in your pasture. They give that they may live, for to withhold is to perish. And another section says this, See first that you yourself deserve to be a giver, for in truth it is life that gives unto life while you who deem yourself a giver are but only a witness. That's Khalil Gibran with his thing. <laughs> Which, you know, I just <laughs> love. <laughs> now, what I want to also share is that universal energy is paramount. And it moves all of creation. And that energy can either be, as I stated earlier, positive or negative. So you have to understand that vibration that you're operating in. But everyone is not in this kind of conscious awareness. But those of us who are must bring it into a physical demonstration on the level of others so that others can understand without bashing over their head the concepts of our own personal beliefs and doctrines. 
because the law of reciprocity is real. Cannot help but give because that's what we are constructed to do. And in that giving, we live. When you withhold, when you when when you don't give, you bring harm to yourself. And I think Rose was uh, um, bringing that to our attention from what she was sharing earlier as well. Thank you. Thank you. Um, do do any of you know Sabira? Thank you so much for for sharing your your story. But uh, other than the, but I guess for the rest of you, uh, do you have any any stories about uh, the spirit of giving uh, that you haven't already shared that you don't mind um, sharing with our listening audience? Well, I'll just jump in and share this last one. Um, you know, the the lessons of giving that, that I received, that time was um, literally, it, it took my life on a whole different trajectory. And it was almost as if, kind of like what King just said, I, I just, I literally saw the entire universe move people from all over the literally the globe coming to give to me so that all I had to do was focus on breathing. People came and mowed my lawn, washed my dishes, took me to the hospital, grocery shop for me. There wasn't anything literally that during that time that I did for myself, I was not able. And if I ever had any doubt that there was a God, any doubt that the universe is real and alive and vibrant and hears me and knows my name, if anybody that hears me right now doubts that the universe knows who you are and what you require, that situation is what let me know there is no doubt. I am not alone, whether it's my angels, guides, ancestors, avatars, God, whatever you want to call it, it came. And it came with a force I can't even, I don't know a word for it, to support me. And it, I, I was just poured into for the last four years. I was poured into, and to this day, there are people still giving, pouring into me. And finally, I'm at a place where now, I'm strong enough and the ties have turned and that sign of infinity is alive for me. I can see, okay, I can feel it when my energy started shifting and now I can begin to give back. Uh, and so that started to happen. But this, it is an incredible, incredible, incredibly giving world that we live in. It really is. Don't let anybody tell you that it's not because it is. That's so beautiful. Thank you so much. Um, if I, I have this to share, I'm, I'm not ashamed. I appreciate that, Sabrina. And you are complete, correct? I am complete. Thank you. Okay. This is a story. Uh, something's moving me to share it. I'm not ashamed to say that I am a Christian, and I do believe that tithing is an important aspect of life in and of itself. Because 
I believe that source, which is known as God, which goes by many names, is the provider of everything that I receive, including the breath that I breathe. Now, I was not a tighter who was consistent because they told me that I should, you know, give money to the church. I was like, whatever. I got bills to pay. I got this to do, et cetera, et cetera. But what I discovered, because I decided to look at what was going on, and I couldn't understand why I was running into all of these problems that was just blowing my mind. I'm trying to hold on to money, and the next thing I know, the police are pulling me over for something that didn't make no sense at all. So I'm getting these tickets, and I'm like, man, this doesn't make any sense. But I receive a fine. I end up having situations to where stuff on the car was breaking down, which didn't seem to make any sense to me at all. Water pump would go up. Fuel pump would go up. I'd drive along and end up busting up the tires on the car, and I have to replace these things. Um, the water pump in the house goes up. I have to replace these things. And I kept saying to myself, something's not right. But I started listening to what was being said about tithing, and which is, in essence, giving. There's an energy behind giving because when you don't operate in the energy of giving, because the nature of life exists as it does, if you don't give, it's going to be taken from you anyway because it has to come out somehow, some way. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to listen to what these people are saying about this tithing thing because God doesn't need my money. God is the provider of everything that I receive, gracious that is required of giving so that I can emulate the mindset of giving that is so constantly given into me. Well, lo and behold, and me being consistent with planting my seed in the ground and not digging it back up to see what it looks like, I'm telling you, I haven't been stopped by the police in so many years. I mean, it's got to be like 15 plus years, and 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 to which I had to receive a fine. Um, I've I've seen myself go 90 miles an hour going up the street, and I saw the police car on the right hand side of the road, and I was like, oh snap! Right, I know I'm going to get jammed up. Would you believe? He didn't see me. And when I was stopped by the police, they give me a warning. And I might have been stopped maybe four times because I'm still heavy on the gas. I have to admit it. I ain't going to lie to you. But <laughs> what I'm saying is there is a certain type of vibration that comes in giving that is protective. And when you don't give, not only does it interfere with the vibration of the positivity of your life, but you're going to find that things are going to be extracted from you when you don't expect it to happen. And I'm still amazed by it. So, I mean, things may get tight on occasion, but I'm going to tell you one thing. I ain't going to slack on giving my time. Now, I'm learning that giving is such a magnificent element 
that I'm working on giving into other spaces, such as the blessing room um, and, and other places um, when I feel that there's a vibration that says, go ahead and give. I'm going to do that because I know the energy of that which has given to me sees and understands and feels the vibration that I'm putting forth. And reciprocity is a reality in my life as far as a law, a divine law. And I'm not going to act as if it doesn't exist. And so I would behoove anyone who's listening to take heed and give it some thought because you could be, you ain't ready to drain the tub because you still got to take a bath. <laughs> I don't know if that analogy works or not, but let's do it out there. Thank you. Okay, so uh, one thing that I will uh, add to that, um, I do recall a spiritual teacher saying that, um, that I, you know, one of the reasons why that, understand that, so that, that, I guess you could say that law of giving is is something that that the rich tend to do that they will give ten uh, percent of of their profits now whether or not and and it's because they actually have an understanding of a lot now I do recall you know the spiritual teacher saying that because of the detritus that's associated with um, um, money. Um, because of it, it it has the you know when it remains stagnant, that it could cause deterioration in life, and so that that's one of the reasons why it is considered like a spiritual principle. But this is something that the rich also do. Now, um, uh, I'm, what I'm going to do? Go ahead and take a caller because they've been waiting for a moment. Um, so hold on. Welcome, caller three uh, three five three. Uh, tell us who you are, and if you have a question, please feel free to share it or comment if you have one. Peace and blessings, Queen. God bless you and everyone on the mm-hmm. panel tonight. This is Zakia, and I want to wish everybody a blessed and a prosperous and healthy uh, new year coming up for all of us. So, wow, you guys have uh, covered so much tonight. I'm just so appreciative of you having this conversation. Um, I just want to just say thank you so much, and I can't even remember everything that you have talked about, but a couple things jumped out to me. Thank you, King, for talking about tithing. Um, You know, ever since I can remember, I've I've, um, um, shared my gifts of uh, with money substance, you know, I was taught by my grandma, give in church, you gave in church. And then, of course, as I got older and got connected with the um, spiritual community, I was taught about tithing to unity and Catherine Ponder and, uh, you know, pretty much all the spiritual teachers, they talk about the law of giving. So I I love to give. It's, it's just part of my nature um, I haven't always been the most faithful tither, and I tell you one thing, I know the difference when I'm tithing and when I'm not. And like King, kind of like you, you know, things kind of kind of fall um, uh, to the wayside sometimes when 
I'm not consistent with my tithing. And it's really about my own consciousness because, like you said, you know, God don't need anything. But it's about my own consciousness of freely giving, you know, giving this out any thought that, you know, is it going to come back to me or is it not going to come back? It always comes back in one way, shape, or form. All I know is I've never been hungry. I've never been out of doors. I've always had everything. You know, I, I may have had a dollar in my bank account, but I always had food to eat. And so God's blessings have always been around me. And I truly believe uh, it's for my um, willingness to share what I have. I also want to say to uh, Sabira, you've shared so much of your beautiful journey uh, through your health experience and all the people that came to support you and that even when you got through, when you were going in the loom, and I'm so glad you guys talked about the loom tonight, that I was trying to, you know, understand it more. Uh, I am in one of the blessing looms, and I just, I did come into it with that idea about the money, but since then, I've learned that it really is not about that, just to, just to be able to gift into someone and, you know, know that that person is going to walk away with whatever they're going to walk away with. And I'm still getting the blessing because I'm a part of that. So uh, to hear your story about how you went from wanting to get $800 to you getting your trip to Ghana, hallelujah, what a what a wonderful gift and what a wonderful way for us to know that it is definitely more about the money. So thank you for allowing me to stop. I'm going to put my vision on what it is that I do and know the universe will support me. So I just want to say thank you so much for all that you all have shared tonight. Um, it's more information. I'll have to go back and listen again, but it's truly, truly, truly been a blessing. So thank you. I love you all, and just continue to do all that you do to help us. Oh, and I also want to say about the Bitcoin, um, this is one um, train I did not get on when Reverend Val was talking about it. I was in one of her um, groups. And she was talking about Bitcoin, and I wasn't, I didn't have a lot of faith in it, but now I hear how it does work. So thank you for sharing that, and I am going to uh, make sure I invest in the new year. Okay, God bless. Peace and love. Thank you so much for allowing me to share tonight. Thank you so much, Sakia. One love, Sakia. Thank you. Okay. So, um, we only have a few minutes before of before we get off, but um, is there anything that any of you have going on right now that you would like to share with our audience before we get off the air? Actually, um, oh, go ahead, Kate. Ladies first. No, uh, ladies first. <laughs> I just wanted to say that, um, of course, I am available to ask any answer any questions that I can. You can find me on Facebook, R-O-S-A. J H O D G E, or you can call me at 202-321-8327. That's 202-321-8327. Thank you. Thank you. And just so people know, um, Rosa J also does a meditation called Meditate to Levitate um, that generally starts at 6.30. Would you give uh, the people that number two, uh, Rosa? I most certainly will. And you know what? I'm, it's on blog talk also. Um, mm-hmm. And I have a Meditate to Levitate page with all the information. I just changed the whole thing. We are doing um, OSA's. 
Oso's uh, meditation for busy people, giving different techniques. You know, we always have this misnomer about how meditation should and can be done. However, the reality of the situation is that meditation can be done many ways if you set your intention to um, a better way. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know what? That's what I'm looking for. I know my number. But I don't know. But if you go to Meditate Till You Levitate and you go to my page, you'll see it. Um, It's there. I'm in the middle of doing some other stuff. But let me come back to me, please. I will find it for you. Not a problem. Um, Not a problem. Thank you. I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. I only know how to get it into me. You know, I've been doing this thing for a long time. You would think that I would know your number, the number of people coming in um, easily. However, that's not the case. So I do have the number. And the number is 929-477-2887. So it's 929 Four seven seven two eight eight seven. Hope to okay. see you there. And um, thank, thank you, Arlene. You are such an mm-hmm. amazing sister. I appreciate you all. Go oh, on my peace. You. I love it. This is the first time I've ever been on the line with all with three of my four of my peeps at the same time. It's the key and all you guys. I love you. So I. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you so much. We actually do have one one more caller that has raised their hand. One moment. Caller nine nine four. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. And if you have a question or a comment, please feel free to chime in. This is Emir, and I have a comment and a compliment. For for years, I've watched other nationalities and races or other nationalities and people share financial wherewithal things that they're doing to enhance their financial status and never had you heard a group of phenomenal amazing gods and goddesses like I'm listening to tonight share the same wealth ideas of the world with their family that tells me that this is definitely changing lives don't don't stop continue this because this is what changes all of the naysayers of before or we it wasn't exposed to us now that this is the age of information there should be nothing that we don't have our hands attached to but because most people are still in the survival mode this type of thinking these type of concepts these type of, of programs thrust you from surviving to thriving, and I appreciate each and every one of you sharing the concepts that the fiat currency or the fiat mindset just not going to survive in the upcoming millennium. So this is just my saying, we've just begun. We can't stop now because what we did when grandma was, was young is not working for us to become grandmas and grandpas. It won't work. So I appreciate what you all are doing for me. 
and for others, you're inspiring me to tell more about the few things that I know about and learned about tonight. So I just call, I just want to compliment and commend you, each and every one of you, on bringing forth the concept that you're doing to strive for excellence and more. Peace and blessings. Thank you so much, Mayor. This is um, Sabira. Thank you, Amir, for that. It's, um, this work is so important. Um, and I, I take this work from, I, I'm always thinking about legacy. You know, the Iroquois have a prayer that they pray, and I don't know what by heart, but the, the essence of it is that we need to understand that whatever moves we make today, affect us seven generations back and seven generations forward and that we are basically the point of power and the, the pivot point. And so when I am out circulating the currency that I choose to move during the day, um, I always do it with that in mind, that I have nieces and nephews and, and you know, children coming that aren't that aren't yet born in my family. And that for me to uh, become financially literate uh, was important for me in my 20s because I had watched my grandparents, my parents, my aunts, my uncles really living hand-to-mouth and suffering. And I said, you know, I don't want my nieces and nephews to have to start from sub, always, always starting from below ground and coming up. I want to be able to give them something. And, you know, I had gold that was that was I said I had a few coins after I did what I did for my house but I had enough to give to the heads of households in my family that if I if I had passed each of them would have gotten a piece of gold or a piece of silver so that they had something at least to to begin uh, to move you know to grow from to expand from and um so this this for me is an absolute it's something I feel that I owe uh to my ancestors for all that they endured so that I could get here. Um and so if it is I will learn how money substance works, I will learn it on a physical level as well as a spiritual level, and then I will function in what I know, always learning more, and then that I will give what I know to anybody who wants to have the information. Um, and we do a call every day, Monday through Monday. Haven't missed a day. A live stream where we meet. People can pop in and pop out as they see fit. Sometimes we go an hour. Sometimes it's a little bit more depending on how good the conversation is. Um, but it's the Conscious Connection Prosperity Call. And, again, it's a live stream, and um, you people can find if they want to join us. Um, it's on Rose's page. It's um, on my page. Again, if you go to Sensei, S-E-N-S-E-I, Subira, that's my, uh, my page on Facebook. Um, I'll post it there. But it, it's absolutely free, and, you know, it's a place where we go to just get our minds right, so to speak. Before we, you know, people who go to jobs, get your mind right before you go in there. Remember what it is you're doing and why you're doing it. 
Okay, um, hold on. So there, if there's anybody who's actually listening online, please go ahead and call in. The phone number is area code 646-929-0630. We're going to stay on a few minutes after the show, but you have to actually call in if you want to listen. Listen in. I, I do apologize to Bear, but I just wanted to get that out there. But you can go ahead and continue. Oh, yeah, no worries. No worries at all. Um, uh, no, I was just saying that, you know, uh, you know, we usually we find a, a prosperity reading and then the conversation ensues from there. And um, But those, you know, the principles we talked about tonight are what we're working with there. And starting in January, we're going to be working with um, Think and Grow Rich, uh, the workbook. Uh, so we're going to be working that every 90 days because it is about you have to reprogram your mind. Our mind has been indoctrinated and programmed, and we have to be, you know, wash it with something else. <laughs> if, you you know, we want to do something else, we've got to, because it's too easy for our mind to go, oh, nope, let me go back to what I was doing. So that's that's all I had to say. I am so glad that you brought that up. Severe. I completely forgot about inviting um, folks to that call. That call is amazing. And I, I think King and Amir have been there. They they know about it. It's just an amazing call. Uh, when you leave that call, you are prepared to go out into the world, if that's what you want to do, and be happy, you know, Prosperity, if, you know, it's like if, you, if you're not happy in your life, if you don't have that overabundance of joy just by getting up in the morning, you need some support. And that call will help you, help support you because you're not alone. So many times we feel that we're alone in our struggle. We've all been there. The idea is to become so much greater than your struggle that your struggle doesn't interfere with your emotional stability of joy and happiness, you know. And so that call really, I love it. I, I do. It's, I invite everyone who is on this phone call to come to the Conscious Connection call for prosperity, love for happiness, for joy. We laugh, we cry out of joy, and it's just an amazing call. And then to see each other, you can also come in and not be seen, but the idea to be able to be in conversation with people and you can see them. And I'm always in my pajamas, unlike everybody else. They up and ready to go. But you can come as you are. It's no big deal. It's just to be there, to bring that part of how you live your life prosperously to everyone else. You know, we heal in community, we grow in community, we love in community, we give in community, we receive in community. Community is how we were raised to be. That's what we were brought here to be, in community. So I invite you to come. It's on my page. It's also if you're anyone is on the blessing um, tables, um, the noons, Claudette's, Yvette's, Mike's. It's a bunch of them. We've posted it on every call, and it's um, blue jeans. 
So if you go in the post and you go up, scroll up, you'll see it. It's amazing. I just wanted to add to my sister, Sabira, I am so grateful that you remembered. Thank you. I'm complete. Thank you. Um, King, do you have anything? Um, how can people get in contact with you and share with us what what you have going on? Yes, thank you. Um, the beginning of the year, you can type in the YouTube um, search engine, King's Philosophy. I um, have been talking with Spirit for years, asking for wisdom. And um, it dawned on me that why would I ask for it if I don't share it? That's kind of crazy. So <laughs> I've developed a YouTube channel called King's Philosophy, of which I, I pour out that which has been poured into me. Um, I am also a spiritual life coach um, through uh, Reverend Val's uh, Destiny Academy. I just received my certification um, in March. And I'm going to actually initiate what's necessary in order to help people remove the obstacles and the blockages that hinder their spiritual growth and development. Because there's so many things out there that's holding people back from old adages and what have you that just doesn't work anymore. And we have to remove those things out of our life. So my number is 410-419-1226. We found on Facebook under the name, which is my name, King Teasdell. T-E-A-S and Dell like the computer. So that's T-E-A-S-D-E-L-L. And my web page for the Souls of Life Society is actually spelled soulsoflifesociety.org. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You also mentioned the thing about um, the fourth Thursday of every month. King's Philosophy is going to be on the healing family Family healing healing circle. Thank you. Yeah, that's going to be on. Well, uh, I'll leave the time up to him, but uh, stay tuned because it's going to be his debut show is going to be on the twenty sixth of uh, January. So please feel free to join him on his inaugural show. Um, Well, that is it. If there's anything else that anybody would like to share before we get off the air. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I think you did a great job. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Well, if that is it. We will go ahead and sign off. And and thank you all, um, King, um, Sabera, uh, Rosa J. Thank you so much for joining me and and uh, and educating the public about the spirit of giving and also um, what they need to do in order to uh, transition into 
uh, into creating their own economy. So thank you so much for for your sharing. Thank you for inviting me to the conversation. Thank you, ladies, for and happy New Year to everybody. Oh yes, yes. thank you, thank yes. you, thank you. Happy exactly. New Year. Okay, thank you, and love, peace, and blessings, everyone. Good night. Good night. 